hey guys, do you want to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about it? Then you need to use Promescence Delay Spray. Now I know what you're thinking. I don't need delay spray. I don't have PE. Well, their delay spray isn't just for guys with PE. It's for any guy. It's for you. Okay. It's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your girl. And for your girl, they have a whole line of products for women. I personally use their warming gel. I also use their supplements called Vitaflux. Those supplements are for men and for women, and they make you hornier. They also sell lube and condoms. They sell sex toys. They have so much interesting information as well on their website. So you need to go and check them out. Go to delayspray.com and use my code strictly Anon 15 for 15% off your whole first order. So order up because you're going to get 15% off your whole first order by using my code strictly anon 15 at delayspray.com. That's strictly anon 15 at delayspray.com. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Promessum, for sponsoring the show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, go follow me at Strict Anonymous. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, this is a call-in show where people call in and tell me about their naughty secret lives, to confess things, to get my unprofessional advice while remaining anonymous. The show is called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voice. You could call in uh, from an anonymous number. You don't have to tell me who you are. You just got to tell me your story. Uh, and you get get to do that while you're anonymous. If you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you want to call in and just confess something instead of doing a whole call with me, I changed the voices on my confessions as well. I'm gathering confessions right now on my confessions line. Call that number 24-7 whenever you want. You got four minutes to leave a message. If you want to do another one or you have more to say, just call back and leave some more. I'll edit it together. <laughs> the number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. That number as well as my email to be on the show is all in the description. Now today I have on Jonathan and holy fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God, where do I start with Jonathan? I mean, look at the title. He fucked his dad's mistress, but that is just the tiny little teeny eeny tip of the iceberg. There is so much more that comes out about his story. It starts out with like his dad is like really flirtatious, tried to fuck one of his girls. So then he got revenge by fucking like this one of his mistresses because his dad was like a player. Uh, but then it comes out that he like fucked some of his brother's girls. And then it comes out that like, you know, he's 
thinks his dad fucked his ex-wife and then it comes out that he wants his partner now to fuck his dad and that's what they fantasize about and then it comes out that she's like a sex worker and does all this kind of stuff and he met her on reddit because she was selling nudes and now they're like happily together but she fucks a ton of other people and he loves it and he you know he's into the whole cuck thing but he doesn't like to be humiliated and he wants his girl to like kind of like fuck his dad and i there's just trust me i am not doing it justice even though i just told you everything you have to listen to the whole thing and listen to him explain oh and there was like threesomes with his brother with girls okay and he goes that comes out like way later i'm like wait a second how come you didn't tell me that before there's just so much to this guy he's like super fascinating the story is great to listen to so buckle up get ready i'm gonna be right back on with jonathan this is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, hey, Jonathan. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You are calling all the way from Australia, even though you don't sound like you have an Australian accent. <laughs> uh, no, I just definitely do not. I'm, uh, I'm an American that moved here. Nice. That's like, you know, a lot of probably yeah. Americans dream. Like, oh, I just wish I could just like move to Australia, you know. <laughs> How long you live there for? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I've been here about uh, six, seven years now. That's great. So now listen, Jonathan, you have a salacious story. Now, I don't know if it's a whole hour story, but we'll see. You know, you're going to have to tell me it. But the 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 story, the short story is, and then you're going to tell me the long story, that like when you were younger, yep. I think what it started out, it was kind of like a revenge thing. Like you revenge fucked your dad's mistress because years prior he had hit on one of your girlfriends, correct? Yeah, correct. That's okay. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Okay, so let, why don't we start with the fact that your got your when your dad starts like hitting on your girlfriend? But let's like get a little backstory on your dad because, like, you know, now I, I hear that he has a mistress, so he's like a cheater. He's uh, trying to hook up with your girlfriend. Is he just like that kind of guy across the board? And did you always? know that that's who he was as your dad growing up uh growing up yeah like kind of so like we're not like rich or famous or anything like that we're from one of them small towns where uh -huh. like there's always someone in the small town that's like the guy so he was the guy in a very small <laughs> like you know big fish in a small pond type thing yeah yeah so uh, so yeah so he uh I, he had one so his mistress was actually, uh, or at least the one that I got with, was his, I guess they were together in high school when they were younger, like way before I was born and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they dated in high school for a couple of years and that didn't work out. And they've just been like side pieces or whatever since then. Uh, Friends with benefits. So yeah, like growing since. up. Yeah. So grow, but growing up, like, like uh, it sounds it sounds weird, but like we referred to her as auntie because she was always around, and it was like, oh, she's just a friend, whoever my dad happened to be with at the time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it became apparent later in life, uh, in my late teens, that like there was definitely more than friends going on there. Mm -hmm. Now, was your dad married to your mom at this time? Because like, if she's a mistress, no, is she no, just someone, divorced. another girl that he's banging, and he just your parents were divorced. Yeah, my so yeah, my parents were divorced. Uh, he was uh, remarried at the time. Uh, oh, okay. To uh, someone else, like my stepmother. Right. Yeah. Okay. But your dad was like the man around town. Was he a good-looking guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, I, I'd say he's extremely good-looking because uh, 
we look almost the same. <laughs> so I think I got like all of his. <laughs> I got all of his genes. So if I, oh, if, if, I if I said it was bad looking, I'd be yeah, polar oh, myself. So. I used to always ask people like a scale of one to ten, what do you rate yourself? And most people are always like seven. I'm assuming maybe you'd be <laughs> one of those that rates yourself a ten. Oh, I, I, in the time of the story, I mean, I'm 30, uh, I'm 36 now. At the time of the story, I was uh, in the Marine Corps and I was like 21. So like, you know, the inflated ego comes yeah. along with that. I would have said like a 12 back then. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, probably, I'm probably close to a seven, seven or eight now, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I always loved it. Every yeah. now and then I'd yeah. get a 10 and I'd be like, finally, somebody that thinks highly of themselves. Like everyone's yeah. always like, oh, I'm like a seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, nah, nah. Compa- comparatively, yeah. <laughs> okay, so your dad was a good-looking guy. Your parents were divorced, but and you know, did he flirt a lot with your other, like all of your girlfriends, and then he just like fucked one of them, or did he even fuck right. that one? I don't so, know. So I don't even know. So I don't even. I, I've always suspected that he fucked one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, he, uh, my ex, my my first ex-wife. I think he might have slept with but i don't have like any proof for that and neither of them ever admitted to it yeah but no this was like this was so this the the one that pissed me off that set all this stuff in motion was actually my my very first actual girlfriend yeah i was i was pretty late into the game i didn't have a girlfriend until i was 18 Mm -hmm. i was a i was a i was a weird kid uh Uh i wasn't like bad looking or anything like that i was athletic i was just freaking weird uh Uh, okay. I, I liked. I still liked. I still liked Power Rangers when I was seventeen. You're supposed to like not tell anybody that when you're not twelve anymore. You know. Oh my I god! I was like, nah, man, they're cool. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you were your own yeah, person. So I was a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, so now yeah. you're like so, your first girlfriend. It, finally, at eighteen, you got a girl. Yeah, yeah, and um, so she was around the house quite a bit. Uh, she was really hot. I'd give her a 10. Uh, okay. She, uh, and, um, yeah, she'd be by the house all the time. It's pretty much part of the family. Like she'd, uh, she'd come over like my grandmother's and help my grandmother cook sometimes. And there was like an occasion where like, I wasn't even around as a worker. Like she just showed up and hung out with my grandma all day mm-hmm. and like helped take care of her house and stuff. Just really good girl. And, um, then I decided that, um, <clears throat> I was going to join, uh, the military. Uh, and the day that I got taken to the airport so I could, you know, go to the Marines, my dad, uh, drove the three of us, you know, so it was me, uh, my girlfriend and my dad Yeah. and went there and dropped me off at the airport. And apparently afterwards, my girlfriend at the time was obviously like, you know, very distraught, young love and all that type of stuff. And, um, the way she replayed the story to me is that, uh, she kind of turned in to hug him. Like once I... It was like out of sight, out of view, or whatever you want to call it there, uh, uh-huh. going onto the plane. And like he hugged her back and stuff and said it was going to be okay and gave her like a very uh, platonic little like kiss on the forehead or whatever. Uh-huh. And so she didn't think anything was weird there. And then they're like, oh, you know, let's go get some, some breakfast together. So they went out to get breakfast and all that type of shit. And she cried for a bit. And then uh, they got sorted. But when they got back into the vehicle, he reached over to hug her again. And then he like ran his hand like upper thigh. She's wearing a skirt. Oh my and God. uh oh my so, God. yeah so she, so she said she didn't know she didn't know what to do so yeah. uh she like kissed kissed him back but then like moved his hand away and like he took that as like he didn't force himself after that like he yeah, took yeah, the yeah. End yeah and yeah and not there uh so that was it and then that was always in my head i was like that that motherfucker like i wasn't even i probably wasn't even 
you know, out of Massachusetts airspace at that time. <laughs> I would have been in the air for 15 minutes. You had not even yeah. had the boundaries yeah. claim yeah. and your dad's trying to claim your girlfriend. But wait a second. Let me yeah. ask you yeah. this. How, when did you find out? Did she tell you immediately, like the next time she spoke to you? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Um, she told me, I would say three days later, um, we talked on the phone when I got sorted in California and, uh, uh, all that type of stuff. And then she was just weird. And I just assumed it was like, you know, no, like it's gotta be weird. Yeah. I mean, we're on opposite ends of the country now. Yeah. I'm getting ready to go to the military and all that type of stuff. And then I was thinking it was on the third day. I was like, listen, something's off. Like if we, and I, I just assumed it was like, she wanted to break up. You know what I mean? Like she couldn't do it. And I understood that. And then she's like, no, I have to tell you. And then she confessed the story to me. And then, um, and then she got, she actually got mad at me because, um, when she was done telling me the story, like I, I just laughed, like I was just laughing on the phone. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know why. I just thought, I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I was like, wow, he's just, he just went for it. Huh? <laughs> like, like, you know, he's like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she was upset that I wasn't more angry about it at the time, but you know, these things happen. I was young and dumb, but yeah, I just, I just found it amusing. No, but obviously you didn't find it amusing because so many years you were still later, you were still so pissed that you got revenge, but you were about to say he was younger than he wasn't, wasn't much older than you. No, he's about 20 years older than me. I think I was, I think I was born when he was 20 or 21. Right. I'm an awful son. I can't even remember how old he is, but yeah, he was like 20 or 21. When I was yeah, born, yeah. I was born, so yeah. Okay. And he was still handsome. She didn't do anything, but she was obviously pissed that you weren't as pissed as her. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah, were, I didn't have were a, pissed. I've never had this. I've always been weird. Like I've never, I don't think it was pissed. I don't think it was an anger. So I can, like you can take revenge on somebody just to like even a score, but not necessarily be angry about it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I, just, I was in this weird competition thing. Like my dad, he was just weird. Uh, I think like a long story. So I think that there was a little bit of like resentment, uh, that like he had me so young. You know what I mean? Like he didn't course, get to do whatever yeah. he actually wanted to do in life and all that yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's like weird, weird situations where he'd put me down. Like I remember, I'm not looking for a therapy session, but I remember like, uh, being a little kid and being, uh, in little league or whatever. And at the end of the season, it was literally like the last game of a season. I hit my first, uh, home run, uh, like out of the, past the fence of the, the ballpark and stuff yeah, like that. Big and I was like deal, super yeah. excited. And my grand my grandfather's like, oh you're amazing. And I got like an ice cream and I could have whatever pizza I wanted and stuff and congratulations and all that type of shit. It was like a huge accomplishment for me. And my dad's like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, freaking I hit six out in one one season. <laughs> just like it just stuck <laughs> with me. I'm like, 
yeah, yeah, you're cool, Dad. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He couldn't let you so have your moment. Like, there's always this, yeah, exactly. There's always this weird competition that I think just started from him. Just like I don't know. I think I I think he feels like I stole some years off of him just existing. Uh, yeah. So there's ex weird competition stuff, and mm-hmm. like this wasn't the only girl that he ever like hit on or tried anything with. Really? Um, he tried stuff later, but that was all after after I got you know my thing done. So so, so yeah, oh, I think it's just been an ongoing okay. competition since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. But wait, so keep going then with the story because how? Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is a. So his mistress is a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was in, uh, I was stationed in San Diego at the time. And uh, like I said, like I called her like auntie growing up and all that type of stuff. She was always part of my life. How long after are we starting back up again after, you know, he hits on your girlfriend? So he, he hits on my girlfriend at 18 and I'd say I was 21 at, the, at this time. Okay. So I get a, I get a, uh, just a text one day and it's like, Hey, is this, is this John? And then I was like, uh, yep. Who's this? And you know, I'll just call her auntie. Cause I don't want to like, throw her under the bus. But so she, uh, she hits me up and says, Oh, it's me. You know, I was going to be, uh, I have a layover for like three days in LAX and I know that you're in San Diego and I just want to see if you want to catch up. I haven't seen you in a few years. I was like, Oh yeah, you know, sure. Um, so at this point, I uh, made plans and arranged to meet her at whatever hotel it was uh, that she was staying at. So I met her at the hotel, and she was there with her other flight attendant friends and a pilot. And we just spent the night uh, drinking. And I, uh, I'm a big fan of like storytelling and uh, inflating my own ego. And when I do, I'm <laughs> typically drinking. So yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like one one drink turned into way too many drinks, and we were all at this table and just laughing, and telling stories, and I was asking them about their lives, and they were asking about you know the war and all that type of stuff. Uh, and then I was like, oh shit, like I'm I'm way too wasted to go back. And she's like, oh yeah, like definitely can't have you drive. Uh, you know, you can just stay in stay in my room with me tonight if you want. Huh. And uh, this whole this whole time, like I wasn't thinking that there was going to be. Uh, a thing like that was definitely not my intention. It was just you know catching up with. Do you think it was her kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was she was the one that gave me the opening, and I was like, yeah, all right. So, uh, so we go back up to the, uh, the hotel room, and then uh, she she had two beds in the hotel room, <clears throat> and she got into her bed, and then I got into the other bed and she goes oh you know you don't have to stay in that bed if you don't want to and i like i obviously knew what that meant but like i said i was telling too many stories and drinking too much so like the second i laid back i had the the spins uh-huh. and i was like oh i'm, I'm gonna be, i'm gonna be sick and i was like oh my god i'm ruining all of this right now this is this is gonna be an atrocious tale yeah, yeah. and then uh i got up i had to go i had to i had to go vomit you know and so i went in and she's like oh you poor thing like i thought you were drinking a bit a bit heavy and all that i was like oh no i'm sorry i'm all right and then she's like, no, no, it's okay. I know how to make you feel better. And then literally, like, as I'm standing up from the toilet, like, starts pulling my clothes off and pushes me into the shower. And uh, wow. then she, yeah, she takes her clothes off and goes, it's okay. Like, you'll be fine. And at first, she was, like, almost being motherly about it. Like, oh, no, we'll just make you feel better. Uh-huh. And then uh, the, she had, like, a, uh, it's not a loofah. I don't know what to call it. It's, like, a big sponge on a, on a rope or whatever. And she, like, soaked that up and, like, started washing me. 
in the shower and uh and like got everything like she started at my shoulders and stuff like that and like went down my whole body and like you know started touching my my cock and went down to my legs and all that and then uh you know stood back up and when she stood back up i kind of like pulled her in and we kissed and then we went to the bed and went to the bed and uh it was <laughs> it was definitely not the best sex i've ever had it was awkward because she had she had been quite drunk herself mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> Yeah, like, uh, yeah. So it was just it was a bit it was a bit awkward, but the the first go, so uh, we had sex, and then I, like I caught her with her and went to sleep or whatever, and then uh, and then we went down for she's like grab all your stuff, we'll go have breakfast, and then you know you can get on your way and all that. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went down for breakfast, and um, then I was like, nah, I want another go sober, you know. So I was yeah. getting ready to leave, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go, and then I patted my pockets, and I'm like, oh, you know, I left my wallet in your room, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So, so I, I didn't. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was so thinking. I can't, yeah, I can't believe that she believed me because she literally saw me. I take out the cash to pay for my own breakfast and all that. But uh, yeah, so she's like, oh, yeah, I'll take you up real quick. And then the second the door shut, I basically like, picked her up and threw her on the bed and we had sex again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that time it was, it was, it was much better. Um, and it was weird because like um, I had thought that, you know, I was very fit at the time and I had thought that she was going to just want to be manhandled. But she was a very sensual woman. Like, so like she just slowed me down. It wasn't like a, a, a Dom sub type thing where she was super in control, yeah. but she knew exactly what she liked and told me, you know, you know what to do, how she liked it and all that type of stuff. And then uh, after that, you know, I just, I was like, all right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Got in my <laughs> car and, 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 and fucked off. Um, so that happened. And then I'd say four or five months later, um, my father and my stepmother flew out to see me. They were like having a vacation in San Diego to hang out and see their son, you know? Yeah. So we went to, we went to this restaurant and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him. Yeah. You know I mean, and, uh, I was like, I just got to figure out like the best moment to possibly tell him. Right. Uh, Cause he's not banging her right. anymore. So right. though. Was he having still having sex with her? Oh, he, Oh yes. Oh, yes. right. You said that they're still like fuck buddies. Right. Okay. Go on. Yeah. That, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I think they still are to this day. I don't know. I haven't been home in like four years. I don't know if yeah. some drama happened, but yeah, as far as I know, they are. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> we're eating dinner at this restaurant, and then my stepmother excuses herself to go to the go to the, the bathroom. And uh, it was a really big restaurant, like 50, 60 tables, one of those giant ones. And I like we just happened to have the table that was the absolute furthest away from the restroom. And it was perfect. And I, I thought about it the whole time. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. So I looked across and I'm staring at the restroom. And the second my stepmother came out of that restroom, I quickly told my father the story. And oh, ended you're it so she, evil. I ended, <laughs> yeah, I ended the story when she was about five steps away from the table. So she sat back down at the table, and my dad was like just, just twitching and fuming, and it was uh, and he couldn't do anything about it. Like, yeah, uh, he couldn't ask for any clarification Vicious. on things like that. He couldn't yell at me and tell me what a piece of shit son I am, or you know anything. I just had to sit there and go back to normal with dinner. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember what, exactly what I was eating, but whatever I was eating tasted so much better uh, oh, when wow. she got back to the table. It was just, uh, yeah, it was my big, you know, fuck you, dad. I'm the man now. You know, it was, it was a yeah. great one. 
What was your? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at me. I I hit it out of the park now through, over you. You got him back. I don't think just for hitting on your girlfriend. I think for fucking one upping you at that that you know for your first home run. What um what yeah. right? What did you say to him? Like yeah. what was your you know. 20 second story like hey by the way i fucked auntie so-and-so like what did you say do you remember yeah so i was uh she got up and left and he's like uh you know so how you been i just said whatever i was saying at the time and then yeah. when i saw her come out i was like hey i just wanted you to know real quick and i just wanted to keep it secret and he goes yeah what's going on and i think he thought it was uh like something big going on with me that i didn't want to say around my fairly neurotic stepmother or whatever. And I was like, yeah. just letting you know that when auntie came out to uh, LAX, uh, she hit me up. She's like, oh yeah, I know. She told me about that. I was like, oh, <laughs> did she? And, she, and I was like, yeah, she said you guys, uh, she saw you, she, you guys had a good time and it was and it was fun and it was good seeing you again. And I was just like, oh, did she, she tell me, did she tell you that she washed me in the shower and then sucked my dick and then I oh. fucked her in the bed and then I fucked her after breakfast? Did she bring that bit up or did she keep that to herself? And then when I said herself, that was like the last word I said. And then my like, oh stepmom came around. Oh my God. Uh, what did your father's face look like? Oh, I can't. Oh, it was, uh, it was almost cartoonish. Uh, he just like, his face was definitely going red and, uh, he does this thing where where he's trying not to, you know, throw a table across the room where he just yeah. clenches and kind of like grinds his teeth, and you can see like the the jaw move back and forth. <laughs> and there's definitely uh, there's definitely that going. And I remember there being a uh, a large swig of the the pint of beer he had in front of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after after that, yeah. Want a new podcast to look forward to each week? One that's entertaining and informative and packed with super interesting guests, just like my show then you need to listen to The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan has talked to so many fascinating people. He has over 600 episodes. He talks to everyone from athletes and authors to scientists and mobsters, okay? He had on Sammy the Bull. It's a two-part conversation and it's great because Jordan has that unique ability to get people to share things they've never shared before. There's also a Feedback Fridays where Jordan gives advice on all kinds of crazy situations like extramarital affairs, bisexual boyfriends, sugar daddies, an episode called Put Your Best Foot Fetish Forward, and more. The kind of stuff that you hear on my show. So listen, if you like my show, you're going to love his. So go subscribe now because supporting my sponsors helps me make this show for you. If you go and download Jordan's show after hearing this ad, he will continue shoveling money in my direction. So show the Jordan Harbinger show some love. Search the Jordan Harbinger show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or go to jordanharbinger.com slash subscribe. Thanks, Jordan Harbinger, for sponsoring this episode. Hey, everyone, I want to tell you about the best, the most unique vibrator ever by Mystery Vibe called The Crescendo. It is the world's first award-winning, fully customizable smart vibrator. And get this, it is fully bendable. That's what I love the best about it, okay? This thing will bend like a finger so you could hit your G-spot. Whether you're playing alone or with your partner, whether you're a man or a woman, the crescendo is going to work for you. Trust me, it is the only 
vibrator I use. With the Crescendo, you buy one vibrator and you end up with infinite options. There's a reason why it has won over 20 international awards, and that's because it is seriously one of a kind. Just go to mysteryvibe.com and look at it. You're going to see exactly what I mean, okay? <laughs> and you're going to get 15% off when you use my code STRICTLY15. Just go to mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15 for 15% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this show. So wait, so now he can't say anything to you because, you know, your stepmom comes back to the table. Is there ever a conversation yeah. between you and your dad after? Go on with the story. So that, so, oh my God. So that conversation happens five years later. Let's see if I'm 21, five, six, about five years later when I was 20, 26. That okay. happened. So um, at that point in time, all right. So before I tell you that, I yes. think I should just keep everything chronological. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Right. So, I didn't realize it was that it long does, after. That's no, all good. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all does come to a head a few years later in spectacular, very public, uh, hilarious and humiliating fashion. Yeah. Um, but so after this, I think it triggered something in my my dad. Like I feel like my dad was like, "All right, so like we've never had rules to this competition, but apparently, like, <laughs> like, like Bring there's a competition happening now." Yeah. He's part. Yeah. So, uh, so I got I got married shortly after this uh, this story here. Just wonderful girl my dad always liked her and um <clears throat> uh i know for a fact that he hit on her quite often it was very flirty and she kind of liked attention and stuff like that never admitted to anything happening but i brought uh you know i had her come over to my dad's once and she brought one of her friends and one of her friends uh was just she was just uh, another hottie and that my dad just like <laughs> i don't know what he was thinking but it's the first time he's meeting this other girl and he just goes over and goes, Oh, you know, welcome, welcome to my house. And just like reaches around and give her a hug and then like picks her up by the ass. And, uh -huh. and it's just like, you just have an amazing, <laughs> you just have an amazing dumper. That's what he loves to call it. Oh a dumper. My God, uh, yeah. I just picked her up by the ass. Yeah. And, and this girl just loved it. I'm like, how the fuck does he have a compass for this shit? Like most girls would just kick him in the fucking balls. Yeah. But he must be that good looking. That's the problem. Like, you know, this, if, yeah. it, if an ugly guy did that, she would kick him in the ass. Like, and she'd be pissed, but oh, it was cause he was for, so for hot. True. She didn't care. <laughs> but true. I think, goes. I think there's definitely the level of physical attraction, uh, to him, but he was a, a ridiculously confident man. Yeah. Uh, to to everybody yeah, yeah. so that, that definitely played the thing so yeah that night we um it was uh uh me my my ex-wife her friend my dad were just like drinking and stuff uh out in the, the backyard uh which is like we often do and he was just like flirting with her the whole time and like uh my stepmom went to bed at some point in time uh she was always in bed early and at that point in time the girl like moves onto his lap and there's like some neck kisses and stuff going on there and uh uh, yeah, I don't know if anything went further than that, but there was that happening. And, uh, I remember telling him the next day, I said, uh, you know, that doesn't count cause she's, she's not mine. So it doesn't matter. Oh <laughs> like, you God. know what I mean? It was just kind of like, you like chuckled it off. Hilarious. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then there was, uh, uh, my ex-wife 
moved over to California with to be with me and that had moved back at one point in time before I'd come back. And uh, my dad was always going just to check on her because, you know, she's one of the family now and all that type of stuff. And I just uh, it was always suspect, uh, but never. Uh, never confirmed anything, but it seemed like he spent quite a quite a bit of time over there. Yeah. And I just got to gotta tell you, girls talk more than guys do. So if that girlfriend that fucked your dad that one time, like if your dad was like, well hung or great in bed or whatever and she had gone back and told your what at wife at the moment like oh my god i like fucked his dad and it was like amazing yeah. he was like he went down yeah. on me and he had the biggest dick like you know that's the type of thing that could have like sparked the curiosity in your wife you know like you just don't know <laughs> or maybe that was his master plan the whole time and he's smarter than i'm giving credit exactly for it, you know? <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> yeah so what no, a bitch. yeah, exactly. It might not. It might be a one-one. You know, wait. So now, yeah. so okay. So now you're. He does that. You you have the suspicion, but ultimately you never really found out anything. But odds are, maybe they had hooked up once or twice too with your ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I'd assume that that happened at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. It's an on. assumption, but never proven. So I don't want to. I'm not gonna like hundred percent make an accusation there, but yeah. No, that's yeah, okay because so I then, forgot. Um, I'm sorry, but there is a twist to this plot. I have to add it in the beginning that this does. There is a twist because you know after this whole scenario goes down, like you and your partner now sort of have this as a fantasy role playing scenario that you want to turn into like a reality, right? There is a twist that comes on and you bring it to like to uh, Yeah, definitely. It, it it's <laughs> turned into some weird kink thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm. Yeah. I don't like I don't like Power Rangers anymore, but I'm I'm still fucking weird, you know. Uh, right. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. So then a couple of years later, um, uh, one of uh, Auntie's good friends uh, is having a having a birthday party at this Mexican restaurant, and uh, we go there, and this is my first time seeing her since uh, since LAX. Yeah. So I hadn't seen her. I hadn't seen her again in years. And uh, she was like, she was like avoiding me and stuff in the beginning. And I was just like, all right, play it cool. Like, you know, she doesn't, whatever, you know, it didn't matter. And I was there. There's a whole bunch of other people who were having a good time. Well, then um, she got, she got really drunk at, uh, at one point of the thing. Excuse me. She got really drunk and then like approached me. And it was, it was, um, you know, that meme with the, uh, with like the woman being held back at the dinner table, like screaming and pointing, and like a cat in the other in the other chair. You see that meme? No, online? but I could picture it. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So it's literally like one of them Real Housewives moments. Like she doesn't come over and like quietly address the situation. <laughs> yeah. She's like in front of everybody, and I'm wow. telling you, like we're in a public fucking restaurant and shit. Yeah. What and she she's said? just like leaning over, like. She said she called me a liar. She's like, "You, you fucking liar! I never touched you." And she's like, "Like, how dare you fucking try to, uh, you know, say this, that, or the other fucking thing?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She's like, "I never fucking touched you." And while like while she was like saying that, I just like pulled out my phone and I just scrolled to uh, a cheeky photo that I had taken at the time, and I just turned the phone around so it was like facing her, and then she just ran off crying. Wait a second. Uh, there was pictures so, taken during your little rendezvous was, and she had the nerve to deny it even th- though she knew you took pictures? I don't think she knew I took pictures because I was kind of a piece of shit. Uh, oh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that now. But, but I, I definitely did. 
Uh, I was like, there's no fuck. Yeah, I was just young and stupid and just an asshole. No, uh, actually, you were yeah, smart because yeah, you had I, evidence so many years later. That wasn't <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, she, oh, yeah. my God. She so there she is trying to save face and she loses out because yeah. you have a picture. In front of all her friends and all that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I didn't show anybody else. I just turned it to her. And then when yeah. she looked at my phone, she like, cried and left. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And, uh. I've seen her like two times since then and it just went back to this is like normal. Like it was like <laughs> that big blow up and then and then we just like pretended this didn't happen. Thing in time never happened. Yeah. Yeah. That was her choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't done uh we haven't done anything. I did tell I had a younger brother. Or I have a younger brother. And I had told him about the situation at one point in time. And he tried to have a go and got shot down. Uh, <laughs> poor kid. But like, oh he God. was just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not giving it a go. Your yeah, whole family's but, uh, hilarious. Yeah, Your whole fucking family's <laughs> hilarious. All the men in this family. Listen. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're like a package we're deal. We're extremely competitive people. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're extremely competitive people. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that's a story for another day if you want. But like, I at one point hooked up with my brother's girlfriend or the girl that my brother was chasing for like four years. Oh my uh, God. I wound up hooking up with her. And then he, uh, he tried to bang my wife, but couldn't. So he went after, oh went after her sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're just competitive, just apes in a tree. So, but let me just yeah. ask you a quick question. Like, do you think that, <clears throat> That kind of stuff was going on between brothers because it's kind of like disloyal shit, you know, because of kind of what you grew up with, like this dad and like the role model that he showed you. Do you think that's why you and your brother were doing that kind of stuff? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I think uh, I think we all just became competitive about everything. Like, uh yeah, but Nothing there, was you normal. Think that there's a, like, yeah, but normally there's like a bro code. Like I feel like, but not really. Actually, guys, the minute you break up with a guy, every mm -hmm. single one of his friends try to fuck you. I mean, it just is the way that it goes. It's kind of like a free for all. So, yeah, you're right. Like I mean, it just maybe yeah, a that's guy just thing. A, that's yeah. the thing. Like, dude, yeah. say <laughs> what the, the bro code is. The bro code is something that that guys say and then just kind of look left and right silently afterwards like oh yeah of course the bro code yeah no, the bro code i yeah, think is, all, is, is, is much more an extension of like you guys have each other's back in every way shape and form like if you cheated your bro code would be like none of your friends would ever tell anybody like if you like if they worked in a company oh, yeah, bro sure code that, yeah. would be they'd hire you like bro code is very powerful but it does not extend to women because like i said the minute you break up with a guy everyone his friends want to fuck you and the th cool thing about guys Guys is sometimes like you do fuck that friend and they're still friends like they don't even care like they get over it you know guys yeah. are different than women uh, you know so you could yeah, like try definitely. to fuck your brother's girl and like it's not like it doesn't ruin your guys relationship whereas in the girl community like in the girl's life like that kind of stuff is like you know end all be all kind of thing i think i think the reason that uh my brother got pissed off about that one was just because it he had he had never got with her he had been trying for like yeah. four years to get with yeah. her and, and didn't uh, and that was <laughs> basically she went after me. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're super competitive. You... Do, you, do you do you want to hear that? I can make that a quick sure. five minute story if you're interested. Yeah. Yes. Sure. So so I had come back from the uh, Marines, and uh, you know how patriotic and ridiculous America is. So yeah. I 
I come back as, as a Marine and they're all like, oh, you should w- bring your uniform with you. And I was like, OK, and I bring my uniform. My brother's like, I talked to my teacher and you can come talk to our class. And I'm like, dude, I just like drink and shoot guns. I uh, fine, but I'll come in a uniform and pretend I'm one of America's finest heroes and all that shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I come and I'm standing in front of the class at this point in time. He would have been you know, 17 senior, not junior. 16 or 17 it was pretty early on in, in the time that I was in the Marines um, so I come in and I'm in uniform and uh, you know all the all the girls are like oh my god and all that type of stuff and the guys are like oh that's cool and they're all, all the, the high school kids are telling me about Call of Duty stories to try to relate and all that type of stuff uh-huh. um, and <laughs> and uh, this is the age of this is the age of MySpace so I left and like when I left there within like two days I had like I don't know like 10 or 12 like MySpace friend requests type things going on. Yeah. And uh, this girl that my brother was super into hit me up and I was like, uh, oh, hey, yeah, I, I think I remember you from class and stuff. Yeah, it was good talking to you and all that stuff. What's up? Like, I didn't care that they were younger and on my MySpace. That didn't matter. But then she was, was pretty forward about it. And she's like, I just thought you were like really hot. And I was like, yeah, and I think you're really 16. So, you know, if you're interested, <laughs> you can hit me up in like, <laughs> you can hit me up in two years, but no. Yeah. Uh, so I got out of the, the Marines and when I went back home, I was looking for, uh, a college to go to and she was, I don't remember what it's called. What, when, when the students like give you like the tour guides and stuff, yeah. school, like if, if you're trying to apply for school, yeah, she was, she was one of those at a school that will remain nameless. And she's like, Oh yeah, I should check it out. Like I'll give you a tour of the place. So I show up and there's like, I don't know, like 15 people that wanted to check it out that day or whatever and there was three student guides or whatever and she had gone and talked to the other two uh they're all girls so all three of the tour guides were girls talked to the other two girls to split up the group and literally like one girl took half the guys the other girl took the other half the guys and she just took me and i was like yeah all right and she brought me to one of the empty classrooms and the second we got into the classroom she uh was just was like, I'm over 18 now. And I was like, yep. <laughs> and then, and then we just did it in uh, one of the empty. Yeah, we did it in one of the empty classrooms right on top of the desk. It was, uh, it was, wow. it was great. Yep. Okay. So now you're, let's get back to the main story. So you, that girl, where are we at now? Cause I know that eventually you bring this up with your partner. Now you guys do a lot of kinky things, right? And it's kind of like, you're trying to get her to fuck your father now because it's kind of like a turn on. Yeah. So the, the relationship, I'm, the relationship I'm in now, yeah. um, was, so we met via the internet. She was, um, just posting nudes on Reddit. And uh, I made a funny comment in one of the, the threads on Reddit uh, about the picture that she posted. And then we just went off from there. And we just, it was amazing. Like we just nonstop talking for weeks. And it just so happened like Reddit's a global website. Like, yeah. And there can be like, you know, girls from everywhere. And she was like a two hour drive away from where I was uh, right. in Australia. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, wow, that works out perfectly. Um, and one of the big things with us is we talked very early on about various kinks and she has a whole smorgasbord of things that she's into. And I had what I'm into and uh, I started telling her, you know, some of my previous stories, she started telling me that. So I told her the same exact story I just told you and we talked about it. And um, then I uh, was telling her about like how I like to share uh, with other men and uh, have threesomes with other women and all that type of stuff. And she's like, do you think that would extend 
to your family? And I go, like, what are you thinking about? And because I uh, didn't know if, at that point if she meant like my brother and my dad. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you know, your, your, your father. And then I just immediately just schemed up this thing in my head. And for, I don't know, it was a good few weeks in our relationship where we texted pretty constantly about it. And we had had sex talking about it and kind of just cracked out with this weird plan of when we went back to the States before we get married, uh, her, uh, with my full knowledge, trying to seduce my dad, but kind of make it in a way that he would think that like he was doing it almost. And yeah, that yeah, I yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just for me to be at the end, like, you know, this is my like wedding gift to you type thing. Like I know, and this doesn't count as a point <laughs> type, of, type of thing. So right, like what you uh, want of them yeah, again, because you're just, like, I said it all up motherfucker kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Super healthy family dynamics that I have. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love so, it. So yeah, we just, we got off on that story. We got off on that story uh, for quite a bit. And yeah, we had had sex one night and I think that was the main focus of everything that we were talking about while I was having sex. And it was, Super hot. Right. I remember yeah, when was, you emailed me this good. whole thing, I was like, oh, okay, like, I really hope we're not going to be talking about you being attracted to your dad because I really don't like to have incest stuff on my show. Like, people that think that, like, it's one thing if, like, you're molested and, like, you're horrified. But, and it's another thing if you're fantasizing about it. I've had people that talk about it being like a fantasy in some way, but I was like, I, like, you know, I'm like, this doesn't go back to some sort of thing. I mean, do you think that this, fantasy well first of all because you did mention that you and you have this thing where you like to see your girl with other people do you what is that all yeah. about and have you had partners have you shared partners with men and like what are all the kinks that you've been into and your girl's been into so um no, we haven't had an in-room one um uh the thing about sharing there's just a lot to it uh <laughs> I like sharing just because I think it's hot. And there's the, the, the big thing for me is that there's wires in my brain that are crossed. Yeah. And like, so, you know, like, like the wire that says you're angry also is connected to the wire that says that, you know, like ball of fist or whatever. And normally people have like a wire that says jealous. So the wire that comes off of that is like, feel really bad. Yeah. And jealousy just makes me fucking horny. Like I just get Isn't that interesting? crazy turned on when yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. No, but I think yeah, that I that's better it, than going. Get you off of them, but that, yeah. No, but don't you think that's better than the person that's really jealous and it goes off into crazy land and paranoia and like, because that's, uh, you know, I think it's a lot better to turn it in. I feel like it's just an energy, you know, and you decide to to turn it into something. And I think the go to is like anger or craziness, you know, distrustfulness, like and it just doesn't yeah. feel good. But I think some people, especially cocks, have are wired to have that energy instead go to like turn on. Right. And I just think that that is a much healthier way to deal or at least a happier, yeah. funner way. Right. I don't know that healthier. Who am I? I'm a fucking unprofessional. Nobody, you know, like I'm not going to say <laughs> that that's anything. Well, it's, I don't, definitely, yeah? it's definitely not unhealthy uh, for us. It, I, yeah. I, the only thing I'd say is it kind of becomes like a minor obsession from time to time. Like, yeah. uh, where that's all I can think about, and that's not fair to her, and, and probably isn't the healthiest. But um, right, every time we've played so far, it's been respectful and on our Consensual. own terms. Right, uh huh. Um, she's yeah, she's gone. She had a date where um, she went out for lunch with uh, a male and female couple, uh-huh. and then went back and hooked up with them at their house, 
and then like showered, I think at their house uh-huh. and then went, went and met another couple for dinner. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I was like sitting at home, furiously masturbating. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, so she was, yeah, she, was, she wound up hooking up with two couples in, uh, in one night. And it was just, uh, wow. I remember the whole time I was just so much energy. I was, I was, uh, just like pacing around the house. I, I do. I think I, I probably got off like three times that day. It was just a, uh, a crazy, it just, it sends me into a tizzy. I think it's, it's, it's the hottest thing for me. Um, and yeah, it drives, drives me nuts. It's my, I think definitely my number one biggest turn on is, is, uh, sharing my girl. Yeah. Now, was she the first girl that you've lived this fantasy out with or had you done it with other people before her? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, no, I don't think I'd ever, I don't think I'd ever even told that story to yeah. any of my other partners. Right. Uh, no, this one was just immediately, uh, we started, it was weird because you think like, you know, you, you make a comment about a girl's ass on, on, on Reddit stream. You don't think anything's going to turn about it. But uh, no, it was just super, we dove in head first and we, we told everything about everything about our lives got on really well and wasn't many secrets or anything. I just wanted to talk about everything, about who we were as, as deeply as possible. So yeah. yeah, it came up and all came out. Yeah, that was within the first couple months. So yeah. Yeah, that must have been very freeing yeah, for good. you. Did you have these thoughts secretly to yourself and this was the first time you copped it or did you sort of realize it when talking to her about stuff? Um, for the one about my father, yeah. I've had had previous relationships where I share my my partner oh, you but this was the first one where yeah yeah but this is the first one where um it, i explained why and i talked about how jealousy works with me and i told all the stories about other like threesomes that i would had in the competition with my brother and my dad and all that type of stuff where i just like let it all out told told her all of those things yeah yeah, um, yeah. but yeah so it's diff- different than that but i I'm, i've never been uh I've never been one to be uh, like you can't have sex with somebody else. I, mean, I don't think in any of my relationships, even the even my the first one that my dad tried to hook up with, I've never yeah. said that to anybody. Yeah, like, uh-huh. like I was like, you're free to have sex whenever. Like it's, I'm fine with it. Even as a teen, my first relationship, I was like, yeah, you fuck whoever you want to fuck, that's fine. Yeah, uh, my whole thing was like, just don't don't lie about it and don't fall in love with somebody else. You know, and that yeah. was those are my my two big things. Um, but yeah, no, this is the first time I was like really open and honest about uh, everything that was going on mentally and emotionally with with all my kinks and stuff uh, with the, the girl I'm with now. So, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because yeah, I have on um, a friend named Dr. Guy on my show a lot. And then through the talking to him on my show and knowing him, he eventually met a, a woman who was very like minded. Dr. Guy was a guy who I dated who couldn't keep his dick in his pants and just like wanted to fuck everybody. And he eventually met like the perfect girl for him. They're getting married. He's been on my show a lot. And I'm, you know, it, and they're very open with each other. She's they have an open relationship. They're swingers, I guess, if you want to call it. She's very into like fucking other people. They do it together. And she, you know, I used to always say about him, like if I had to say, like I feel like a lot of people have like a little secret naughty thing that they don't tell anyone. And I used to always say to his face, like I know that you're into old women, like really old women. Like he would always be like, you shut the fuck up, Kathy. You're so wrong. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like that's like your thing. There was like these little signs here and there, you know, and then I get his girl on my show one day because they're like, they live a very interesting life. And she starts talking about how like she, you know, they were able to really cop to things that they were into and 
and she was able to cop to him that she had this like incest fantasy. This she doesn't know why, she doesn't know where it comes from. She's never done anything about it, nor does she plan to. But she does like to fantasize, you know, about being with her uncle or whatever. And that how Doctor Guy copped to like wanting to fuck his grandmother. And I was like, I knew it. I fucking told you. And it's like, <laughs> I God, I like something with his grandmother. I'm like, oh my God. Like I said that so long ago. I knew that that was his thing. But I do think that there is something you know, very great and quote unquote healing, you know, when people do find each other and they are able to really bring out everything and be completely honest about it, right? Because, you know, that's who you are and you bring it up and you, and if you're working it out with somebody that you care about and it's all consensual, I think that, 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 that probably is, like I said, healing. And that probably is very good to do because you probably have this whole triangulation kind of thing going on because of how you grew up, you know, and instead of yeah. like suppressing it, it's there, right? What do you do with it? It's like, the, you know, you were dealt those hands, that hands, right? So you're, you're working it and you're happened to be with a partner who, you know, you were able to be honest about it with and she's able to not be freaked out about it and kind of go there with it with you. And right? It works out doubly great in this one. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. And it, I think part of why it works out is um, there's an age gap. So typically, I'm, most of the people I've been with has been an age gap where they're older than me. So I've always had uh, like a, a, like a cougar thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so I'd, I'd always been there. But, you know, I'm 36 now. So, like, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm, I'm almost at the same age as the people I used yeah, to date. Yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a doctor guy and you're into um, the grandmas, I mean, you got to go the other way. Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, not, not, not so much. No. Yeah. Uh, but she is, uh, she's 11 years younger than me. So yeah. like there's this fun dynamic where she's finding out what she likes in life and having the, the freedom to explore things. And it's, it's cool for me to like be able to stoke those fires and be like, yeah, hundred percent support you. You want to go do this, do that. Um, and those things are cool. And, uh, you know, I have my experiences and she wants to, you know, learn about what I've done. She's always, she's always told me to tell her every minute of my life. So anytime I, uh, I tell the new story, she gets excited. Unfortunately, I, like I said, I'm a storyteller. So I, I forget now I might tell her the same story like seven times. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yep. Never heard this one. She's lovely though. She pretends she's never heard it every time. It's great. She's a perfect audience for that. So, uh, so yeah, so I get to help her explore her. Yeah, it must be so great for her because, I mean, this was a woman that was like, and I'd love for her to call in. I know that you, when you signed your email, it was like you and her together. I didn't know if they were going to both be on at the same time, but I would love for her to call in separately too because here's a young girl that when you met her was putting nudes online, right, on Reddit. I mean, so obviously she was very open sexually. Still does. (laughs) Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And lucky for her, just like lucky for Dr. Guy and his girl that they found each other. I mean, I think that's what it's always about, you know, that she found a man who, you know, not only is attracted to her and into like the kinky things that she's into, but, you know, cares about her and loves her and gives her all that other stuff that oh maybe a woman would want in a companion, you know. Uh, and sometimes it's hard to yeah. find, I think, if you're really putting yourself out there, especially for a woman, you know, very sexually open, quote unquote, promiscuous or whatever you want to call it, women. Sometimes it's hard for them to find that guy that won't sort of uh, like want to fuck them, but also be like judgmental, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about, you know? So it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird for me. Like, I know I'm the, I'm the one that's the, the standout in the crowd on this one, but like, yeah. um, so like I work, I work in a prison. So like all my 
most of my friends are like prison guards and stuff, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, we had like a poker night and she came there and she was like, oh, super hot. And was like, tell me which of my friends that she'd fuck. And, um, <laughs> oh my God. Like it came, yeah. So it came out, you know, that I told everybody like, yeah, yeah. she can do whatever she wants. And I, the vast majority of my friends, even the ones that like said she was really hot, were like, I, I could never do that. Like when a yeah. girl's mine, she's mine. And like, yeah. fuck that, I'd lose my mind. I'm just like, why? It's it's so fun. I, that's, I, I just, I can't wrap my head. Or, I guess the same way both ways, yeah. like the same way they're like, they can't do it. I just can't wrap my head around like, why? Like if you, if you have something you, you love and it's fun, like why wouldn't you? want to share that like <laughs> like and, and have that experience but yeah no so it's always been a thing she's been open to it she's used it to her advantage a few times to try to get me jealous in, in little situations just like whisper like this guy's super hot or i want to fuck this guy and all that type of stuff um and, right yeah so it's it's fun yeah yeah no and i mean i think that like that was one of the things that I learned on my show, especially early on, because I always had a lot of guy friends and I was always super close with my guy friends and they taught and because I could talk like a dude. So, you know, I'm so like pretty open with sex and, I'm, and so guys would talk to me like they would talk to their guy friends. So I felt like I really knew what guys, how guys were and how they were wired and what they were into. But it never did I hear one guy friend tell me that he loved watching his girl fuck another guy. And then I start doing my show and I just hear this more and more. And I have to tell you, because you said like all these friends came to you and said like, how could you do that? I would never. There have been many times on my show, besides the guys that just straight up know that they're into it, there have been guys I've had on that like never thought that they would be into it. And then it sort of happened for w one reason or another. And they were like blown away by how into it they were. So like, listen, the majority of people maybe are not wired to be into that kind of a thing. But I feel like then there's the people that are. And then there's that category of people that, you know, maybe you think you never would, but maybe if it happened, you'd realize you were like, you just don't know. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think some people know, yeah. but there are those people out there that I, cause I've heard those stories. Yeah. And I'm, I'm different too. Cause I, I, I've had a few friends that are, that are open to that type of thing. And like, I'm not the type that likes to be humiliated or anything like mm -hmm. about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like if she comes back, it's like, Oh, like this guy was super hung and fucked me really good in the ass. Like that's a turn on. Yeah. But if it was like, uh, you know, he's so much bigger than you or yeah, yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that, that's, not at all. That. Like I'm yeah. not into that. Not, not into the humiliation access. Well, I found a lot of the people that, um, that I've talked to, uh, it seems to be quite a trend now. I don't know what it is, but it seems to be a trend. At least now there's a lot of males into the humiliation factor of it, but that's, uh, that's not where I go with it. Yeah, but some people do. I mean, I think that that's it's always yeah, a yeah. little bit different, you know, in every way. But I think like a, I don't think if you to be labeled a cuck like that, you definitely need to have that. But that is like the truest form of a cuck that a lot of times people be like, I'm not a cuck because I don't like the humiliation humiliation aspect. But yeah. I've heard of tons of people. I've heard I feel like I've heard more from more who don't, you know, but then I, of course, have heard from the ones that do you know and now does your do you sleep with other women i mean or is it just like you like your wife to um, your I girl to be with other people I, so i had um so i had full permission to uh sleep with one uh that i had previously hooked up with that um my partner loved and wanted to hook up with as well that never really panned out and then early on in the relationship uh i had uh, a girl that i hooked up with but I haven't really done it, and um, I'm I'm much more 
into her being with other people than yeah. I am about yeah. other people, uh, with the exception of like, I really want like a same room, like uh, male, male, female. So, yeah. Oh, no, no, oh threesome, just, threesome. Just, threesome. Just, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you haven't done that yet? Yeah. Um, not, no, not, not yet. Nope. She's, uh, she's, she's run off and, and, and played with others and she's, uh, she's a sex worker as well. So like as a hobby, uh-huh. It's a hobby sex worker, I guess you could call it. What does um, that mean? Does she take money? That means, I mean, she's like has a normal, she has a normal job, yeah. but she's on a, she's on an app that's kind of like, uh, I can't, uh, can't remember what it's called, but it's kind of like one of them Ashley Madison type type apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's people who hit her up on that, and she'll she'll go off and do that, and uh, you know, come back and be like, look at all the money I made, which is fantastic for me because I yeah. work 12 hours in a prison, and I come back, and she's like throws a wad of cash down. She's like, I sucked a dick in a parking lot, and I made what you made today. I was like, God and damn it, you like <laughs> love it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, I love it. Yeah, she's wow. she's young and hot and living her best life, and freaking good on her, make some money doing it. You know? How long you guys been um, dating for? So yeah, a year and a half. Wow. Right now, now, just let me ask you, like, how far does that fantasy of her like banging your dad go? Is it something that you guys love to fantasize about and role play, but like in real life, like no effing way? Or is it something that you guys? I think in real life, I think in real life it would be everything we've talked about. I'm 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 super okay with, and I just think in real life. It would almost be a good bonding moment because I've had a, I've had a fair probably half a dozen threesomes with my brother, but like we don't touch or anything like that. Uh, oh, so we've oh both God, had the same, same girl at the same time. Fascinating as you talk. Stop this. <laughs> wait a second. I mean, we only have like seven minutes. Okay, wait a second. I still even want to know why you left like the states and went to Australia. I mean, you're an interesting person, but there's so much going on here. Wait a second. You've had threesomes with your brother too, with other girls. When did this all go down? Yeah. Uh, that one, the first one we had was he, uh, so he's in the military as well and came home for a visit or whatever. And he was like, damn, like, uh, we went out. So that's what it was. We went to the first one was, we went to a pool hall and we're shooting pool. And he's like, man, I'm, I need to get laid. And I was just like, all right, well, you want a girl here? And he's like, I just want, I don't want to like do any work. I just want to get laid. Like he says, it's kind of a joke yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? And, uh, I had this friend caller H. So I had this friend H at the time. Yeah. And uh, we were hooking up quite regularly. And I just called her on the phone. I was like, hey, are you working right now? And she was like, no. And I'm like, I'm here with my, my brother at a pool hall. And she's like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, he's just uh, he's on leave for the military real quick. And he's super horny. And I was wondering if you'd fuck both of us. And she's like, at the same time? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I was like, at the same time. And she goes, at the same time? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, uh, I don't know. I need a shower so I can meet you there in about an hour. And my brother's like, that's no way this is happening. And then uh, she showed up. And the first thing, was like, oh, yeah, he's all hot. And started touching her. And then uh, the funniest bit that came out of that is uh, I would stay at my dad's every once in a while. And that girl, H, would, would be there with me. You know, and I'd, I'd, I'd fuck her at my dad's and all that type of stuff. And then uh, so they knew who she was. had seen her uh, a few times. And then one night, all of us went out drinking. And then in the morning, She'd come down the stairs, uh, and my dad and stepmom were eating. Like, oh, hi, H, how you doing? And then my brother came down. Like, oh, you know, where's, where's, where's John? And he's like, oh, he's not here. <laughs> like, you know, so like, oh my, my brother God. came down with the Did girl that I met. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody figured out exactly what was going on there, and uh, yeah, it didn't matter. Oh yeah, my, we're, we're weird people. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. There's yeah. a lot of layers going on there because when you told me that story a long time ago about you fucking your brother's girl, like you left out the fact that you guys would double team girls together and that, I mean, because like- Yeah, at that, you, point, at yeah. that point, we had, we had, no, yeah, we did, that was probably a year after that incident. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's a, like an important fact to leave out. Like this is a totally different, like sort of family dynamic to the point where when your brother says I need to get laid and you're like calling up this girl, you saying, oh, you're going to fuck the both of us. Like, I mean, he's there's no sort of conversation. Like, is this cool? Like, I mean, do brothers fuck girls together a lot? I don't know. I feel like this is not so common. Like, how did I don't you know about like, that? Yeah, that one I don't, I don't know how to answer that one. No, I, I think my brother so. thought it was a joke at first. Yeah, and then I did it, and then to me at that point in time, it was like you have something you need. I have something that I can give you that would satiate that. Yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. Just like, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're your brother. I got your back, buddy. It would be the same thing as if he said he was thirsty. I'd grab him a beer, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. But I mean, the fact, but you put your mouth on it with him. Like, I mean, I just think it's interesting that you're just like, oh, H, do you want to come? It wasn't like, do you want to just come fuck my brother? Do you want to come fuck the both of us? And now there you are now, like fucking a girl with your brother, you know, which is like, I think something that's not very common. And yeah, you guys did not. it more than probably once, not. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was all with that same girl, though. I right. don't think I can't recall a time when we did. I don't think we did it with anybody else. He hooked up with one of my. He hooked up with one of the other girls that I was kind of with at one point earlier than that, but that was about it. Yeah, yeah. So every threesome we had was with the same girl. Wow. Oh my goodness, the yeah. men in your family. Are there any girls in your family? <laughs> Sisters? <laughs> uh, no, no, right. no. It's a. Uh, yeah, just uh, just the military world. Every everybody in the family is men and military. Military men being super competitive and ridiculous. Yeah, so interesting. And now, and and here's your girl. Now, do you plan on like you know marrying this girl? Like, is she like the end all be all? Because it sounds like you know you met really your match, someone very oh. like minded. And I think that that's hard to find sometimes when you're into certain things, especially for the no, both of you. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. 100% certainty that, yeah, she's the one that I would, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. I, I, this is awful timing for this. So since I've sent you the email to get on your show, we've had this phone call. We had a major hiccup in our relationship that we're trying to figure out now. So things aren't, things aren't the greatest, uh, but no, never. Something that never has to do with something say, else. Like yeah, a hiccup? Yeah, something else, yeah. something else entirely, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't want to get into that, but yeah, uh, yeah no, uh, no, I never had a doubt. Like, uh, I've never had the the feelings I have for anybody, like for that I have for her. I've never had the same type, and I've never been as open. I feel like with most of my other partners, I could show like like a part of who you are, and then you yeah. know like which aspect of yourself you can share with your partner. Yeah. Whereas uh, this one, I never really, ever really felt that. It was like the more it was almost like the more fucked up shit I told her. Yeah. The, the more she, the more she liked me, just like you, yeah. you're just a, well because you're just, she's, an absolute, you're just an absolute mess, and I love all the awful things about you. And it was a uh, well then because yeah, she could wonderful. be herself too, because it seems like she has stuff right, and and she's into things, and like you would be, you're very accepting of a lot of things. So I do think it's so great. Like I used to say this to Doctor Guy's girlfriend when she was on two. I mean, she's very promiscuous, loves to fuck five guys in one night. I mean, and she makes no, she, she's totally unapologetic. But like you know, let's be realistic. There are a lot of guys that would want to fuck her, but not a lot of guys that would say, oh, I'm going to bring you home on 
Thanksgiving dinner just because it's that whole Madonna horror complex thing that goes down. You know, guys can't help but, you know, sort of have like sometimes a negative connotation towards a woman like that, right? Like I said, they want to fuck her, but they don't want to yeah, fall never, in love I've, with her. I've, I've never... It's yeah, it's weird. I've never, I've never had that. That's never been an aspect of my life. But that's what. Uh, so that's because, why it's like, so great that uh, yeah. you exist. That's why you, like I'm saying, yeah. like I don't care what kind of hiccup you're going on with your girl. You know, she would be crazy to ever leave you because you're like the breed of you know guy that is perfect for a girl like her. Because it's it's, it's hard, and even for you too, it's hard to meet people who are on the same page when you have these kinds of intense kinks and stuff, and you're girl wants to do what he wants to do and you here you are you both found each other in the craziest way and that's really wonderful for the both of you you know because you're able to fully be who you are and also have the other parts of a relationship that everybody wants you know and and you guys have that and I think that that's really great I want her on my show can she come on my show I know I'll I'll talk I'll I'll talk to her about it she's definitely not as uh as outgoing or egotistical as I am, but uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I'll I'll ask her if she'd be down. Uh, Is uh, she going to listen to this episode? Yeah, she's she's sitting drinking tea, listening to me talking to you. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. can I so, just ask her right now? Let's so ask her right now. Let's ask her right now. She, Come on the show. Does would you want to be on the show at some point? Uh. <laughs> She's 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 being shy at saying she doesn't know if she has an hour long story to tell. Oh, she does. She doesn't just she's just gonna ask questions. <laughs> she has a fucking two hour story to tell, okay? Um all right, well let her <laughs> let her listen to this episode. I think you are fascinating. Sure, we'll I feel like you have eighty thousand more stories to tell. So, you know, I feel like maybe oh, you know what we could do? Maybe we could, if she doesn't feel comfortable coming on alone, we have her come on with you. Just like you, you could be there as a backup if you want. Like maybe, you know, give her that option too. She'll hear this episode. That's an option too. But Oh, sure. Yeah, that'd be, that, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Right? I think be- the world needs to know about her. And the, and obviously, the more people that know about her, the more people that want to fuck her and that works out for me. You know? Oh my God. Yeah, we'll give a <laughs> shout out for more guys to come and like take your girl. Hilarious. Why not? Yeah, tell her. Tell her that too. Whatever gets her on my show. But- like I, I said, I, I really feel like you have like 10,000 more stories and I'd love to hear her story and I love your story so far. I like, But I think you're even like there's so much more to uncover there because I feel like there's just so many layers to this, you know, and we didn't really get into the psychology of it. I love that uh, that stuff too. So anyway, I feel like, you know, I'm definitely going to have you back on and I want your girl on too. Oh, um, great. Thank you so much for calling in. This is a great episode. I'm, it'll be airing very soon. Just, I love your story. What just you wanted you to know that I just got a, a, a text message uh, from my partner that said she is very jealous of the girl that I fucked with my brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. So she wanted me, to, wanted me to relay that to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is why she needs to be on, too. And wait, and listen, I have a Patreon. I feel like because you're talking so much about your fucking 10 and your girl knows about this. Like, if you want to send me anonymous pics for my Patreon, that's always, like, awesome. People like, you know, but and not your face. You uh, know what I mean? But if you have pics that you can because your girl knows. Oh, like, I, no, I was saying I was at 10 when I was 22. Oh, <laughs> I'm, here I'm, we go. Oh, I'm, yeah, you're I'm, seven I'm, now. Yeah. 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like I said, I definitely I eat the same amount of pizza I did when I was twenty, but I don't run the same amount of mountains. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're not on the same metabolism. All right. So when your girl's on, she'll come she's on. A, and she's pictures. a ten for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's a ten. We'll, we'll, yeah, she'll talk to you and we'll send you pictures of her. And, All right. And, awesome. Yeah, everybody will agree that she's a ten. Yeah. All right. Thank you right. so much. What do we call you, Jonathan? Yeah, just use my name because it'd be it would be super hilarious for me. Like if I get a call from my dad in two weeks. Cause he heard the story. It would, it would just make my day, you know? Oh my God. Oh, all right. <laughs> even, so you even want better me use... if my name's in it. You know? Oh, okay. You're so fucked up. All right. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to use your name. <laughs> Do you want me to not change your voice? I change everyone's voices. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. No, no keep, I, keep, I don't think you'd be the, fine yeah, with it. I think you really it. want, I think you'd be more than happy for me not to change your voice. You want your dad to know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine not being anonymous at all. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to do it. This story will probably be picked up. My show gets picked up for Daily Mail all the time. They're definitely going to pick this one up. Like, Uh-oh. guy fucks dad's <laughs> mistress. I mean, it's just so salacial. And then there's just so much more to it. Thank you so much for sharing this story. It's like the fucking best. Oh, this is a great time. Thank you. I'm sorry about the phone shit in the beginning. So Who cares? I'll just make sure I don't do it care. again. Have it oh on my God. Yeah. I don't fucking care. It was worth the 15 minutes of getting the sound right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jonathan. All right, have a good one, Kathy. You too, bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.